Hello, and thank you for listening to Video Games, a comedy show. If you like this show and want to support its creators, we humbly suggest you visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. There you will find a litany of bonus material and video game-related content, including Super NPCs, a weekly deep dive into a specific video game or video game-related topic. Here are some of the other shows you can find. Call Me By Your Game Co-op, Resident Evil Book Club, Resident Evil Games Club, followed in short by The Legend of Zelda Games Club, and bonus content from Inside Video Games and Gaming with July. Now, if you don't have the $5 a month it takes to sign up, that's totally fine. We would still ask that you support the shows by giving us a five-star rating or review in Apple Podcasts. It really goes a long way with those um <clears throat> algorithms. But if you do have some spare change and want to give it to some hungry, hungry hippos, please visit patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Thank you so much. Now enjoy Video Games, a comedy show. Live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Stuart Studio Stadia, Stadia, WKBAG Stadia, <laughs> Wario K Rule, Bowser Andros again, and this is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we are talking famously unreleased games deep from the dregs of the internet rumors and and uh, E3 brief uh, trailers and showings uh, that never actually made it on, on store shelves and into the hands of, of grimy little nerds. Uh, uh, video games that just, just simply did not happen. We wanted them to. Maybe we didn't even want them to, and that's why they didn't happen. All will be discussed today on, on, on this episode. But I can't do it alone. No. I can never do this show alone. You know, I've tr- I've thought about it. I thought about what if I just went on a rant. I just did a Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast. And I just I just did a whole rant and uh honestly after after listening back to it, no good. <laughs> it's just no good that way. Um so I got to introduce the members of the Zoo Tycoon crew here to help me out. We have the uh, returning champion of the show, you know him, you love him. He is the host of his own video game podcast, Reactivators, which I hear has uh, is growing by the minute every single day. We have Nick Costanza. Hello. Now imagine <laughs> your sound effect plays here, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Very good, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I do demand that everyone on my show uh, acknowledges me and compliments me throughout. So <laughs> that's that's nice. Uh, Nick, how are you doing, pal? I'm good. Uh, I got my first vaccination shot. Yeah! Imagine I'm playing a sound effect right now. It's the Mario uh, wind sound. <laughs> yeah hey and and we were discussing this a little bit off mic but you said you felt uh you feel stronger and, uh, and better than ever yeah i you know i was watching the snyder cut and i sort of feel like this guy he's got a red cape or he's mm-hmm. blue mm-hmm. i'm talking about the flash all right you're yeah you feel very fast then i guess yes yeah yeah, I, I, I definitely, after my first vaccinated, I felt uh, better, faster, stronger. I didn't feel harder, but hey, that's, Jeremy, that might be... It's a little too soon for Daft Punk jokes. <laughs> I know, I know. R.I.P. 
R.I.P. Punk. Um, anyways, let me introduce the second member of the Zoo Tycoon crew uh, here who actually did, and I'm going to say uh, the most of the legwork of today's episode, most of the research uh, provided us with a, a stunning document full of, of games I have never even freaking heard of or knew about in my entire life. He is the co-host of the Double Double Feature Feature Podcast. He's a writer extraordinaire, Alex Gaskin. Hey there. Oh. What's up, buddy? I mean, now imagine your sound effect plays, and it's so oh, wow. funny. <laughs> oh my! Like I can hear that sound effect in my head, mm-hmm. and if I was a listener and like I couldn't hear it, mm-hmm. I would just hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't even let myself right. go to the bathroom. I was that ashamed for not yeah. having heard it. Wow, what a punishment that must be! Can't oh, go yeah. to the bathroom. Just refusing to let your own body process waste. <laughs> That's how mad you're going to be when you realize how good this sound effect would have been. Yeah, Alex. Now you're a Vax King as well. I I'm halfway there, uh, yeah. living on a prayer that I mm. don't get sick before my next shot. Right, right. And I uh, I was there. I escorted you through the Dodger Stadium line. I was happy to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, quite fun. I you know now that now that uh, a certain amount of tears are open, I actually have a I have a lot more people that I can contact and get in and out. You know, um, without the uh, Without the watchful eye of the government there to to tell me to tell me yay or nay, so it was a pleasure to get to get to, to get to do you, you know. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was great. Um, I did feel terrible like the day after, like people like sometimes do. Yeah. But that was kind of like the reassuring, like okay, well, something is clearly happening. Um, yeah. Well, Jeremy threw a little something in extra for you. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was calm. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I felt I, I think I told this to Alex and uh, Jasmine or maybe I told this to somebody else but I uh, I felt awful after both doses I mm, felt wow. terrible but I also got tanked the night of oh, <laughs> so, okay. so yeah see, so I would wake up in the morning like oh my god my head oh <laughs> my oh I feel so sick and then and then like t- throughout the day I'd be like you know I, I think it's probably because I had 11 beers or whatever it was mm. the night before so I, I was just so happy to get vaxxed yeah I don't blame you yeah uh I think Jasmine mentioned this to you but like I took her like she had to travel for work and like she gets home from the airport and I'm like we're going to get vaccinated right now yes and she was happy but not <laughs> like yes yeah because I think she was very much expecting to just like be able to rest and I was like nope this is our opportunity we're gonna take it yeah I mean you know and beyond that it's a nerve-wracking experience Nick was your was your experience pretty nerve-wracking um a little at first I was nervous when I was walking over and then mm-hmm. there was a over a hundred people in line at the hospital where I got it. And gotcha. by the time I, I actually got there, I had a podcast recording scheduled for after. And I was like, okay, let's get this done. Yeah. Let's get it done so we can get on with life. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's do, yeah, let's get busy living. All right. Instead of, uh, vaccine. But you know what? VGACS does not stand for Vaccination Games <laughs> Comedy Show. <laughs> it stands for Video Games a Comedy Show. So let's get to it. Nick Costanza, you know what I'm going to ask you, darling. Oh, you know. Who's my cameo? Yes, who is your cameo for this week? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I got a fun one. Um <laughs> 
Yeah, I do. I got a fun one. Are you sure? Uh huh. It seems yeah. like maybe you forgot that cameos uh-huh. are part of this. <laughs> your I... own bit, your own bit you came up with. I forced upon myself. Is that you come on with cameos? Yeah, I got one. So I'm going to just load this up on my phone right now. Interesting. Interesting. Hitting the play button. Uh huh. Hey, this is Bill Burr. <laughs> Hey, what's the matter? Hey, Jeremy, I heard you were trying to do my monologue thing at the beginning of the episodes. And I'm I'm over here hosting the Grammys or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and you you trying to steal my monologue bit. Wow. That was it. Oh man, I that that was great. How much did that put you back? That was a pricey one. Let okay. me tell Bill you. Burr, he's a big celebrity. Yeah, well, I messaged him to say I'd love for you to do one of your lines from The Mandalorian, which I'm a huge fan of, mm-hmm. and your name came up, and he he made that clip, and then he charged me $500. Jeez, jeez. Well, yeah. that's, hey, I mean, money money well spent, I guess. Now, now, what is his line for The Mandalorian, if you don't mind me asking, that you like so much? I lost a thousand. Oh, wait, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't do the voice. So I, I don't, I'm not even going to try it, but he has a monologue where he talks about losing a bunch of men in uh, mm. empire related yeah. catastrophe. And then he fights his commander, man. Is he, he's, he's not a bad actor. I'll, I'll say that. He's good. I've liked yeah. him ever since breaking bad. Yeah. I thought he was great in breaking bad. Um, breaking bad, by the way, Bill Burr. You know what I'm saying? Two Bs. Mm-hmm. Double B. Bald <laughs> boys. Huh. Huh. Um, cool. So what have you been playing? I've been playing a video game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Whoa! Okay, Mario sound effect now. Imagine that. Thank you for the ringing praise. Um, I... This was one of the first games I got on PS4. It came with my PS4. I got that, God of War, and Last of Us Remastered. And I didn't know what this game was, so I didn't touch it. I feel a little embarrassed in retrospect. I was just like, what is this thing? I don't care about this. I like your description of like, you didn't touch it. Like, it was like, it was like maybe icky or gross to you. Yeah, it was a piece of paper with a download code. I almost <laughs> threw it out. <laughs> Just put it in the trash. Like a bunch of numbers for me to blow my nose on? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, guest on the episode of my podcast, who's coming out this week, wanted to do it. And so I popped it in, and boy, it's a fun time. What a good game. Sort of reminds me of Ghost of Tsushima with robots. Yeah, Ooh, okay. it's a fantastic game. Yeah, I don't know. Have yeah, you I've, not played that one, Alex? Uh, no, but uh, apparently that it's like going to be like a temporarily free game on PlayStation, mm. uh, like right now, basically. So I'm planning on uh, grabbing it, trying it out. I don't yeah. think it's as good as Ghost of Tsushima. Let me put uh, that well, out there. But yeah. for well, me, do you feel like it's because of its a, it's a little older? Maybe just you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, or, if it was no. made now, maybe it would be closer and um you know grade level i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> knock it from a b minus to a b plus exactly um 
but for me right now i wasn't as much in the mood for the period piece that is ghost of tsushima mm-hmm. it's very set in the real world and mm-hmm. it was kind of nice to just have a little robot futurism in there yeah horizon zero dawn is a fantastic game it's got a great story it's an open world game that's pretty much go anywhere do anything it came out the same day I believe is Breath of the Wild and was completely overshadowed by Breath of the Wild. Famously, Mm. that game has had a a hard time, I think, finding like a massive audience because it it was also not, I don't want to call it bad Breath of the Wild. I'll call it, you can't climb mountains, Breath of the Wild. And Mm. that made a huge difference. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can climb sort of like you can climb in Skyrim where you just keep jumping onto higher levels. I love the Skyrim jumps. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You might like this. Yeah. I have very stupidly and stubbornly climbed so many things. Dude, yes. Just (laughs) hopping like an idiot. Yes. Horse fall down, down mountain. Um, (laughs) Do you, uh, Nick, who is the guest, if you don't mind me asking? Plug a little reactivators, Goss. It's our friend Charlie Mihalik. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, it's very fun. He's a very funny man, uh, host of the podcast Baywatch Watch. Did that start during the corona? I believe so. Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet, but it's very funny. If you're listening, correct us. Yeah, Charlie, if you're listening to Video Games a Comedy Show, correct us. If he's listening, then that would make me sad because he should be a guest. You know he should I mean? be a guest. He's a big gamer, which I incorrectly labeled him as not a huge gamer. And I, I was didn't know wrong. that. I did not know that. There's so many people that I... I mean, video games are everywhere all the time and everyone loves them. But I just... some. I just... I don't know why I always assume everybody cool I know doesn't like video games. Yeah, it's like it's that ubiquitous thing that just fills niche like forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So like, like for example... Who who did I find out was like a huge gamer recently? I don't know. Captain Cool Sunglasses. And wow. he turns out he was a big gamer. And I was like, dang, but you're so cool. And you get all the ladies. And he was like, yeah, but I also play all the games. I found out my friend Master Chief is a gamer. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, a big one. Well, he only likes a couple games. Right. Games are escaping me. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's great news. Alex Gaskin, lay it on me thick and heavy, my brother. Oh what have you been playing? Yeah, I uh, got a couple of titles. I feel like I can't remember if I was playing this the last time I was on the show, but I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. taking forever to mm-hmm. get through it just because I'm I'm very much a ditherer with like the big open world games. I'm just like, oh, what's that map marker? Let's go look at it. Oh, what's going on over here? Let's kill this thing. Like, Let's, uh, let's yeah. just explore. Let's enjoy nature, but digitally. So I'm like I'm deep into that game, but I'm also I feel like I'm forever away from like actually finishing it. Yeah, uh, I thought so you were gonna say forever alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I I'm married. <laughs> I just neglect my wife for the video games. Um, so you yeah, are you're a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what gamers you... do. They trick a woman into falling in love, and then they just ignore her. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Uh, so you're just kind of poking around, doing doing this, doing that, seeing mm-hmm. the bird, taking a picture yeah. of the giraffe, going over to the west side, hanging out with some more Vikings, stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Is it but, fun? The game is good. I'm having fun with it. Uh, it's a step back from Odyssey to me. Which I loved Odyssey. I loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought that was a great game. This one's fun, and it's 
definitely the most violent of the Assassin's Creed games. So, Ooh. like, if you've ever thought to yourself, man, I wish you could cut somebody's head off in one of these games, like, you can now, and it rocks. Wow. I have wow. wished that. Yeah. So, that is, that is sad. There's a visceral satisfaction in just, like, delimbing somebody. Uh, and I'm enjoying that quite a bit. The other game that I'm playing, though, is I uh, I started playing Control. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That is that, that is yeah. the that is the video games and comedy shows game of the year 2019. Well, it's oh. been it's been a lot of fun. It's I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, I like that I have the power to just like telekinetically throw stuff at people. That's been uh, that's been real fun. It's a cool story. I'm not gonna lie. When I realized that you can like literally like just turn off dying, I was like I have just every time I play it now I don't use that mode, <laughs> but like in the back of my mind I'm like oh what if I just didn't have to worry about dying ever? That what is that? What is that like a uh, a Game Shark cheat code? No, they just it's baked into the like the main game. They're just like wow. look, we want you to be challenged, but we also know that video games can be hard for some people, so. Like, you can change how much damage you take. You can change, like, how easy it is to aim at people. You can just, like, stop dying for a while. Wow. And, like, I get that, like, some people like the challenge of a hard video game. But, like, if I really wanted to, like, test my reflexes and my hand-eye coordination, I wouldn't drink while playing video games, which I do. Yeah. I, oh. I used to not be able to drink or be high when playing a video game. It used to be not fun. But now I, I love it, and it's a big yeah. problem. Yeah, man, just like get like a six pack and crack open like a Mario Golf on oh. a GameCube, and just like oh, make wow. the afternoon go away. It's beautiful. Wow. Nick Costanza, you uh, you like to drink a beer or a uh, or a smoke a weed while you play a game? Let me tell you, if I wasn't <laughs> playing Mario Golf, I might have a six pack. <laughs> Hey, um, hey, Mario sound effect again. <laughs> I am not a drinker, really. Yeah, I, I don't have anything against it. I I bought a 12 pack of White Claw at the start of quarantine, and I have had two. <laughs> Nick, that's not good. Those White Claws are bad. They, I uh, did, they're old now. Yeah. They have mold in them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not drinking them anymore. I was like, yeah. they gave them to someone else. But uh, <laughs> this is a little inside reactivators. Um, Love this little little insider info uh, for a recent episode I did with uh, Nick Weiger. I bought a can of Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel. Oh wow! <laughs> and. I was going to surprise him with it. And then the conversation flowed so naturally. We talked about Del Taco. I was thinking I might shoehorn it in there. And slowly mm. I just abandoned it and was like, I'm not going to try to do this big thing wow. with Gamer Fuel. Oh, you blew it. But afterwards. He's going to listen to this episode and realize he missed out on some Mountain Dew. Yeah, I know. Uh, sorry, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Nick. Other Nick would have done the Mountain Dew bit, but apparently you guys were just hitting it off too well. That's what you get for making friends. Yeah, that um, is what you get for making friends. While I'm apologizing to other podcast hosts, because I know Tyler Schnapp will call me out on this, mm. Charlie Mihalik co-hosts Baywatch Watch with Zach Olson. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You kind of uh, give both people props, you know. But I will say this uh, on the topic of drinking i did play some call of duty cold war and i cracked yes. open that gamer fuel yeah <laughs> nice. dad. and it that's was nice good stuff that's good <laughs> stuff i feel like even more mountain dew goes with any game very well yeah. it's a very nice uh, partner 
ship, but especially with Call of Duty. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I don't like to drink calories in general. That's part of my aversion a little bit, mm. but Gamer Fuel is only 90 mm. calories. I didn't know that until I Whoa. got a can. Is it just like a lot of caffeine? Is that what's the deal with that? I believe so. Yeah. 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 I had a, you know, I haven't had an energy drink in a couple of years, not because of I don't want them or because of even health reasons. I just forgot about them, kind of. I drink coffee. Mm. I love coffee. Uh, but I had recently, there was no coffee at work. And, but for some reason, the fire department had a ton of donated Coca Cola energy drinks. And Ugh. so I drank one of those. So it's just a Coke, but with like hella lot more caffeine. And, uh, how is it? Tasty. I like all energy drinks, though. I'm a psychopath. I do. I do too. Even yeah, Rockstar and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Rockstar is great. Rockstar is yeah. delicious. I had to get off of energy drinks because when I was, uh, when you and I were doing, Jeremy, when you and I were doing uh, comedy Stand in up. Dallas, yeah. I don't know, yeah, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, like I worked full time, but I had to drive everywhere to get to shows. Yes, and I just like was living on like three to five hours of sleep a night. So like I would go home from uh, an open mic, and I would stop at a uh, convenience store, and I would get a coffee and an energy drink. Yeah, Whoa. and drink both, and that's how I didn't die falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs> oh, going home from the show for yeah, or the so open like, mic. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so like at twelve thirty, like I'm drinking two caffeinated beverages. So you don't and fall s- right to sleep. Yeah. yeah. And then Dude. just still like yeah. As soon as I get home, I'd still like, it would not affect my ability to fall asleep at night. Oh wow. That's crazy. You know, I, I do remember those days though with a lot of fondness. Like I'm very nostalgic for those times, but it was a lot of like one o'clock in the morning, haven't gone on yet kind of mm-hmm. bullshit just like crazy we would we'd be up so late trying to go up and do stand-up for like three other people yeah no and it was like especially like on the nights when i had to run a show like yeah. once a week like i had to drive like it was about 40 minutes away i had to drive to it stay there till like 12 12 30 one o'clock drive home yeah get up to go to work at 8 a.m and i'm just like well I guess this is just who I am now. Yeah. <laughs> Hope I yeah. don't start hallucinating from lack of sleep. Uh, spoiler alert, I did start hallucinating from <laughs> lack of sleep. And, but you know what? Life was so much better that way than not doing stand-up at all and just yeah, going no, to work. no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, work without stand-up is still worse than, like, stand-up and the job that I hated. Yeah, for sure. So um, that's, that's my touching story. That, that's who I am. So I got a couple of big updates I just wanted to throw out there on the show today. Uh, everyone knows, everyone who listens to the show knows that I now have the big three, which is the Xbox Series X, the PS5, and a Nintendo Switch. Not to brag, but I'm the richest man alive, rich with games, rich with wow. games. Uh, so let me let me uh, let me hold off the big news for last. So I'll, I'll kind of go through what I've been playing. Um, I I recently went through and beat that Ratchet of that Ratchet and Clank game. For the PS4, I don't know if have you either of you guys played that or any Ratchet and Clank games at all. I've never ratcheted and clanked. Yeah, I've, Nick. I, in the early days, I think the first and second ones I played on my friend's house a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um. So this game was a 2016 re-release of that first game, but it was like a complete remake of it, okay. and it it was a tie-in with the movie that came out, the Ratchet and Clank film. Right. Uh, so like Paul Giamatti and Rosario Dawson are like voices in the game. Whoa! Um, what? The game is. I mean, I, it's kind of incredible. We're gonna cover it on Super NPCs at some point. I think later next week or this week. No, next week. 
but it's uh it's it's a really great game and a really fun experience and if you're a ps5 owner you know it's free right now um it was also right. a ps plus game a while back but uh it's uh it was a really cool experience i uh am not a big fan of that franchise or have never really given that franchise a chance i played one of those games a, a long time ago on a ps3 and like let's just put it this way i played through a whole one of them before and it did not make me want to play more of them yeah but this one, for whatever reason, I was just like, now I'm excited about this this new PS5 one coming out, this Rift Apart. Are they kind of gross out games? Is that the style of humor? I can't no, remember. Dis- Disney cute, um, cute games. Okay, Disney kinda cuties. Like, yeah, like like a little bit more edgy and sarcastic of writing, like pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Not like incredibly funny, but pretty funny writing. Uh, but I would say I would go with more Disney than like nasty. What's the so like if a twelve year old's trying to be rude? <laughs> <laughs> What's the game with the from Rare with the squirrel? Conquer's Conquer. bad for day. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I gonna... get them interchanged a little bit. Conquer's that's yeah. a gross out game. Yeah, we're yes. gonna be talking about that one actually. Uh, oh great! Yeah, um, spoilers. The other yeah. game I play. Hey, let me ask you guys this: How does everyone here feel about Tetris? I uh, love Tetris 99. Okay. Big Tetris yeah. 99 energy in here. Alex, yeah, I'm I, will, great. I will, uh, I will mess it. Like I got to the point where like, I would just like start Tetris on level 10, like the fastest speed. Yeah. And just like, I don't, don't waste my time with levels one through nine. I don't care. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I replayed for the Xbox. What a series X, uh, Tetris effect. Cause they, that's on games pass right Ooh. now. And that is, uh, I played it for the PS4, loved it, saw that it was on Games Pass. Of all the games I could have chosen, that are of, of like the hundreds and hundreds that are on there, all of the Microsoft stuff that they 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 have, I was like, I'm gonna play Tetris Effect again. I just want to play this game. It, it was like such a waste of time, but I played through the entire game again. I was just like, I got high every night. It's so relaxing. It's such a. Have, has anyone ever fucked around with this game, Tet- Tetris Effect? No. I've Dude. only played the original like Tetris type game, like oh, that early you, stuff. You've got to play Tetris. It's a new, it's a new experience. It's a new kind of experience. It's really oh. great. Uh, yeah, it's like a, it's like I would call it like a, it's almost like it's a, it's like emotional. That's how I would describe it. It's like an, mm. an emotional Tetris. You're like, you're like listening to like really cool EDM that is all um, somehow. It, it is somehow programmed to trigger with your pieces falling. So like as soon as Whoa. you get actual Tetrises and like big blocks and clear them out, it'll it'll trigger different parts of the song to start playing. Um, and beyond that, the visuals are just kind of amazing. That sounds great. Yes. I got to try that. That sounds rad. I recommend it very, very strongly. Are you, You're an Xbox owner, right, Nick? Yeah, I have Xbox One. I haven't had live for a while, but I've been thinking about bringing it back for that Game Pass because it's such a good deal. I am I I could not be a bigger fan of Game Game Pass. I I recommend it a hundred percent. I think it's the best video game thing that exists. Like now, as Jeremy, far as offerings. Have you played Tetris ninety nine on the Switch? Yeah, I have. I love Tetris ninety nine. It's so fun i like yeah. that i actually really like the competitive aspect of that one you're playing against 99 yeah. other people um i can get number one on there a lot that's really cool i would love to see that actually would you mind streaming that sometime maybe i'll stream it yeah that'd yeah be fun. i think it's a good idea i would love to see someone win that game i've i've 14th is the highest i've ever got but but i'm not <laughs> a i haven't played it a ton like yeah I've, 
I I have go I go through you know in and out of it basically. Um, but man, Tetris ninety nine is so. Imagine if if Tetris ninety nine is like, um, like a competitive multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Tetris Effect is like the game Journey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like it's just crazy that those two games came out the same year, and it's just right. like two wild takes on Tetris that you've never seen before. That's um, so interesting. It's a really good game. I would definitely recommend loading up games, but games this is cheap too. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, so the last thing I wanted to announce is, so as I've been saying that there's the big three, I forgot that there's actually this fourth little little way of playing games that I've never really had access to, and that is gaming on the PC. Oh. Oh. So Jackie's mom, Jackie's my girlfriend, her mom, check this out. She bought a new computer for work. Something got messed up with it. I think it was the charging cable didn't work. So she sent it off to get fixed. Her work then was like, I don't even know why you bought that computer. You can have a computer for free. Here's a new one. And her mom was like, great. I'll give Jeremy my, my PC that I bought myself. That's brand new because I don't need two computers for whatever reason. Her mom bought herself a gaming PC, a gaming (laughs) laptop. This thing, when I, when I, when she brought it over, I opened it up and the keyboard sort of glowing green. <laughs> I was like, why would you why would you buy this for work? She's like, I just wanted a good laptop. They said it was a I gaming mean, laptop. And I was so like funny. I was like, wow, thank you so much. So, uh, my games pass that I that I'm paying for through Xbox uh my through my Xbox, it links up to my PC, so I have PC games pass. I also had a giant Steam collection that I had just been like, anytime there was a great deal I really liked, even though I couldn't play it on Mac, I would just, you know, purchase it every now and then. Uh, so I've been actually going back through a few uh, games I had on Steam, particularly Valve games, and I've been playing the original Portal. Oh, um, wow. Have you ever, have you, is this your first time uh, playing that one? Definitely not. Definitely okay. have played Portal 1 and Portal 2 before, but having a blast going back through that first game yeah and being able to do it on a really good pc with like a really good i bought myself a gamer mouse so don't even worry about it Um, i was a little worried yeah why don't we get into the news Let's and imagine it. you heard a, a, a fucking awesome news sound effect. It's it was so time good. for news. It's time for the news. Uh, March 2021. Not a lot is going on news-wise. Uh, I wanted to start by talking about the Snyder Cut, which released to HBO Max. Not a video game thing, but I think a very cultural, uh, culturally significant thing. A thing uh, for gamers, even though it's not a game. Yeah, doesn't it feel like a thing that should be talked about on this show, even though it's not a video yeah, game? I, it definitely, <laughs> yeah, it feels so. gamer adjacent. It's very gamer-ish. <laughs> it's weird. Like Sometimes like cultures like, cross-pollinate in ways that you can't really explain, but you can just feel. Yes, exactly. It's like it's like that thing on TikTok where, where they're like, what's something that's not homophobic, but feels like it is? You know? Um, have you... Uh, no TikTok people here. Am I? Am oh, I my seeing? wife. My wife TikToks. Oh, that's okay. my great. Yeah, that's my one contribution. It's just like I like being the old man now. Can be like, oh, that's that's my wife does that. Yeah. Or like, oh, my nephew's familiar with this. Or yeah, what's I something just, that feels racist but but's not? It's like trucks, 
for example. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like you, it's I like you it know good. it when you see it. Yeah, yeah, um, I get that. So Snyder cut. Haven't watched it yet. I am gonna watch this movie though. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm not not excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, only because it seems really stupid and it's very very long and it just feels like a, a fun event to get high and drunk to and tweet about but um nice did you see the original release i did in theaters on thanksgiving day Mm, circa 2017 i believe uh not great no (laughs) yeah i've seen one i saw one scene i was like at my parents and it was on hbo like the original cut and i was just like this just looks bad like it just looks unappealing like it's just it was like this really like monochromatic like set and then just like the action was just kind of incoherent and i was like this is what people want like you think there's a good version of this out there and i guess there was because people do seem happy with it well, like i'm <laughs> oh okay are people happy with it because it's good or because they wanted it to come out and it came out uh that's a good question i can't answer that i've just like i don't know like twitter my Twitter feed kind of got taken over by people who were like watching and reacting to it. And like, it's been more positive, but I'm like, I'm, I'm skipping this one. Like I've got too much other things that I can spend my time with. I'm just like, I'm not that invested. Like, I hope it's good for the sake of good people. And you know, people seem to like Zack Snyder and good for him. Like I, I just, I got no dog in this fight. I, I, a terrible analogy, like analogy now that I think about it. I saw, uh, Justice League in theaters, not good. But I do remember thinking this is way better than Batman v Superman. And boy, am I glad Joss Whedon came in to finish it. That's a I, real thought I had while watching the movie. I think mm. I thought the same thing. I I mixed on it overall because the original movie you could tell, or I could tell in watching it, it was a Frankenstein. Uh, you would yes. see Batman lose and gain thirty pounds in one scene. <laughs> There would be joke punchlines where there were no setups because it was using half footage from one director and half from another. Like mm. it was really weird and it didn't feel legit. And I think Zack Snyder's the king of fifth chances. <laughs> Everybody gives him a shot, despite the fact that his movies usually aren't that good. They do have good visuals, and that's about it. He's very surface level. He will make yeah. a movie. In his making of Watchmen, it's often stated that it's like he adapted the pictures without reading the dialogue because it Mm. looks exactly the same, but it doesn't have the depth and the changes he made. He actually took a lot of the intrigue and uh, pathos away from it. And so I watched the first hour of the Justice League movie last night and... I won't spoil anything except to say it's basically the same, except every scene is longer and every scene is now actually longer than it should be. And wow, there's like mm. two extra seconds in every shot. Oh, wow. So it's just like that lingers a little too long <laughs> on each close up and stuff. A little bit. And I can see why Whedon came in 
to fix moments because, and I mean, obviously he's a bad person. He's getting canceled really hard right now. So no defense of him. Yeah. He, he has writing Nick, strength. Nick loves him. Nick thinks he's a good writer, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's not always the best writer. Uh, too many women. <laughs> well, the, the hardest thing we can say about this cancel guy is he's not always the best writer. <laughs> I mean, that's the worst thing you can say about anybody if you ask me. Yeah. Well, that's I love that. No, uh, no, of course, no, Nick. We un- we understand that. Like you're not a you're not a Whedon stand yeah. necessarily, but I do think that um, boy, have times changed since that first movie came out. I will say this though: good on you for realizing that it's basically the same movie with just some cuts. This like minus some cuts that should be there. If honestly, when I watch this new Justice League movie. I'm not going to remember a single thing that happened from that first movie. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, I'd have, I'd have no way of knowing if it was like the first movie or not. I, it's so weird. Cause I feel the same way. We both saw these. I'm going to keep talking like Jeremy didn't just get up. <laughs> I don't even know if he can hear me. <laughs> um, I watched justice league in theaters also. And Putting it on last night, it was so gone from my brain. Yeah. Like it had just drained out. And that was what made me do a little extra research. I actually went and watched one of the early Steppenwolf fight scenes with the Amazonians because in watching it, I was like, how much of this was in the version that I watched? I don't remember. And I was shocked to find out it's a lot. Yeah. There is certain whole scenes that were in the movie, but I just don't remember it at all. Yeah. I I don't know. Okay, so my, my thing about Zack Snyder is I just – I love that this is all happening because it's chaos. <laughs> but – It is fun. But it is fun and it's wild and it's super stupid and super weird. And I love stupid things. Don't get me wrong. And I love bad movies. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> – um, Zack Snyder to me is off-putting. Like his films are off-putting to me. Like I, th- I think the 300, I never was a big fan of that. I, I, oh, I, bad movie. I remember leaving bad. the theater being like, I don't get it. I missed it. I missed whatever it was that like everyone latched onto because people resonated with the 300 back when it came out a lot. They loved it. I, you know what I did like that Dawn of the Dead remake. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, yeah. And uh, I haven't seen that, but I'm I rewatched to a it heist movie. and it's not that good, which was a oh. bummer. Like, I was just <laughs> young, I think, when I saw it. Um, I, my favorite thing I think he's done is uh, soccer punch, not <laughs> <laughs> uh, Watchmen. Actually, I don't, yeah. I don't actually hate his Watchmen movie, I think it's, I think it's okay. Um, I have a real love hate relationship with it, and I've yeah. watched it four times yeah. the director's cut <laughs> yeah i've seen it a lot too and i and i and i actually don't mind that movie um it actually got me into the watchman to begin with maybe that's actually why i like i like the movies yeah. because mm. i didn't read the book first then see it it was the opposite here's my big defense of this snyder cut the reason i'm going to watch it all is because I do remember going into the theater for the 2017 version and it feeling like this Frankenstein. And really what I remember about that was thinking, this is no one's movie. This is Mm. two people with conflicting visions that got them mashed together by a studio. I actually think it's very cool that this director was able to convince 
the studio to let him finish his movie. And I'll watch it for that reason, even though it is also very dumb. Yeah. Um, I think it's, and uh, you know, one thing that also, of course, I think made the world feel turn back around on Zack Snyder. I, I think people were pretty down on him after Batman v Superman and that terrible Superman movie Man with Russell Crowe, Man of Steel. Um, I think what turned people around on him was when his uh, his kid died, and that was, uh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, that was really sad. I mean, it was of course, was and hard. then he had to leave the project, and you're going like, wow even though I don't like his movies and I might've talked shit about him at a bar. I, now I feel terrible and this yeah. is, a, this is awful circumstances. And, um, and I remember even the discourse around him at the time being that he sucks so bad. And Joss Whedon is trying to save his movie because he, Zack Snyder would have ruined it. I remember that th- thinking like, Hey guys, maybe we like leave him alone right now. Yes. Like that's, yeah. that's maybe not like, this is not the best time to like, who gives a shit about his movies? <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, just, like, yeah. So he I also think, seems yeah. like a nice person from everything I've read about him, except for those weird interviews he'll give where he's like, you know, my vision for Batman is like, what if Batman was raped? You know, wouldn't that be an interesting character <laughs> moment? I forgot it's- about that. I might have to <laughs> eat my words here. No, he's probably a nice guy, but just, I think just his takes feel like very 1999 to 2001 Matrix energy. It's very bro like, It's very bro but also it's internet circa the late 90s. Like, mm-hmm. things we thought were cool back then. Like, like hard-boiled stuff like Frank Miller. Like, that's not... That's the not as writer cool. of Frank Miller did 300. He was the comic book writer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm aware and not a God, fan. The guy's like a, the guy's like a freaking Republican weirdo. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there is. <laughs> I'm, t- I, I t- I'm taking a stand. Not that there's any one thing wrong with that. There's several. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Alex. That's um, my take too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about some new video game releases? Tell me if any of these resonate with uh, with you fellers. Uh, we got the, um, the Elder Scrolls Online Flames of Ambition DLC. No. March 26th. Okay. How about Fortnite Season 6? Never played a Fortnite. Uh, yeah, I like okay. I like Fortnite. Okay, I prefer Warzone, which is a Call of Duty knockoff version of it. Mm-hmm. But they got all these skins. If I get a little more disposable income, I might finally buy that Mandalorian skin. Oh, do it! How much is it? Twenty bucks. Oh man, that's I know. no thank you. No way. Are you a big Mandalorian head? I am. Yeah. Man. You're a cool guy. I like Mandalorian? Him. He's my Star Wars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning. Never heard of it. Monster mm-hmm. Truck Championship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about Moondon? Moondan. Moondown. I... Yes. Okay. Uh, Samurai <laughs> Showdown, released for the Xbox Series X. I'd play that. That sounds fun, actually. I, I like Samurai Showdown a lot. I loved uh, I loved Ghost of Tsushima. So now I'm just like anything samurai related. Just like this is a fighting game. On. Do you like fighting games? I, I like. I feel like fighting games became like online fighting games, and it just meant like all over the world there are people who just like ruin your experience at the arcade. Just mm-hmm. like sitting in their living room, ready to ruin your experience in your living room. Yeah, and it works every time. But like, it ruins, yeah, ruins. Me. Like in a, in a in a vacuum. Yeah, I, I enjoy fighting games. I I have a blast with them. 
Yeah, I played Mortal Kombat 11 not that long ago. It's like fucking incredible. It's like, but but those Ooh, have like yeah. single player campaigns, which are yeah. I think I need awesome. a single player campaign to like play a uh, play a fighting game now because I'm just like part of what in, like inspired me to like take on this episode is I was like, okay, so none of these games exist, so I can't be bad at any of them. <laughs> yeah, you and that's important. Yeah. That's important. Uh, Stubbs the zombie rebel without a pulse re released on the Nintendo Switch. Anyone a right. Stubbs the zombie fan? I don't know it. Never Sounds a little it. twee. Nah, it was it. It's it's Nick. It's your generation. It's the, it's like an Xbox game. Okay. <laughs> I bet it's some zoomer out there likes it. Maybe. Uh, the Outer Worlds, Murder on Eridano. So that's like DLC for the Outer Worlds. I actually Worlds. will probably check that out. I I haven't checked out the first DLC for the Outer Worlds mm. yet, but I enjoyed the main game. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I'm sorry for knocking Stubbs. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just a gut reaction of the name. I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry for no, no. the Zillennials no, out there. No. You're all great. No, no, two things we know about Nick. He hates Stubbs. He loves Whedon. Um, Outer Worlds <laughs> is the last game I played on Game Pass, and I did really like it. It felt like an incomplete game to me, but also, it just feels short. a little yeah. Snydery. <laughs> <laughs> Snydery, <laughs> a little Snyder Weedony, little incomplete, mm. little Frankenstein. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I, I, you know what? Out playing Outer Worlds made me want to play Fallout New Vegas. It made me want to go back and play that game because I feel like that was that was Obsidian really knocking it out of the park. Yeah, it was you know, a good one. You know what I mean? Played a lot of New Vegas. Mean? Yeah. All right. How about Cartel Tycoon? I I don't endorse this sort of like criminality. I don't. Yeah, the title to me is 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 offensive. Like tycoons are capitalist. No, thank you. Um, dark complete edition for Switch. And by the way, that's dark with a Q. D A R Q. Oh, now I'm in. <laughs> Color me intrigued. Marvel's Avengers for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. I guess that got an upgrade. I'm a huge Avengers fan. Did you I, play the game? I have been not sold on this game yet but i'm looking for a sale maybe on ps5 i would give it a shot just because yeah. i've always wanted a game at the level of your arkham's with the avengers spider-man got close but i want to be able to be all the avengers you know yeah you want to be able to be like like freaking wasp i want to be wasp <laughs> and squirrel around. girl squirrel. i love squirrel girl dude that's one of the that's one of my favorite comic book runs is the uh, Chip Sadarsky Squirrel Girl? Uh, okay, pile up, box by box, for the PC. <laughs> Sounds like a great way to learn logistics. Can't drive this for all consoles. Plants vs. Zombies: Battle for Neighborville for the Switch. Anybody here at Plants v Zombies? I never got into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've never because it was like a phone game originally. Yeah, right? twas. Yeah, I've never been a big phone game person. Twas, twas a phone game. I liked some phone games. I did get into Angry Birds for a minute. Yeah, uh, me too. Fruit me Ninja. Too. Me too. Me too. Even a little Flappy Bird. Oh yeah, not me, but other ones. Yeah. <laughs> but I missed Plants vs Zombies and uh, Candy Crush. Never played those. Yeah. yeah um, I think I played Plants vs Zombies at like a kiosk at like a Best Buy. That's cool. And that was yeah. Remember Yo, those days? That's tight. That's really tight, dude. 
Yeah. Um. Okay. So in other news, I guess the uh, the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation Five both uh still perpetually sold out. Not really news, in so much as I guess the news here is that I'm shocked that this is still a thing. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's such a thing that today I spent in the entire afternoon trying to secure one for our good friend, Mikey Stevens, friend of the show. Uh, we were both at work, both at best on Best Buy, both constantly refreshing the page, adding to cart, getting it canceled out and then refreshing the page and adding it to cart again. Cause a bunch of them dropped. It's kind of a mental health disaster. Like, I mean, I feel so bad for Mikey at this point just like how draining it is and how hopeful you get when one of these ends, like you can actually add it to your cart and then you go to hit store pickup and you just see that there's no stores within 250 miles of you that have it. Um, Nick, I can't remember. Do you have a PS five? I don't. Um, I, I stopped looking for a while cause I didn't have any money. And then I started looking when I started hearing about the stimulus action. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems like a good extravagant purchase. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Well, um, any luck? <laughs> I didn't get my money yet. So oh, have you to. haven't? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it was yeah. supposed to be deposited on the 17th. It never came. That's not Ooh. good. You got to do not good. double. Did you switch accounts recently? I haven't changed anything. It, uh, the last one came through. No big deal. Oh man, that last one was a nightmare for me. And then it ended up finally coming on like a card, a debit card. And oh, I was no. like, Oof. I was like, this sucks. Oof. Yeah, and then Jackie took it and just started spending money. I don't even know. I don't even, I don't think I'm not only gonna see that six hundred dollars, guys. I think it's gone. Damn. I think it's gone. But my stimmies, those those R. showed R. up. Thank God. Good. Um Yeah, so I think that sucks. It's a bit it's a huge bummer. Um, probably due to COVID-19 and manufacturing issues. It's, I don't think the issue is that they don't want to sell you a PS5. I think it's between that and scalpers and the internet not being, not knowing how to like combat like people buying, like people buying them with bots. I, I was told it's personal. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was walking towards Best Buy. I wasn't even in the store yet. An employee came running out. He said, you can't get the PS5. We don't want your money. Oh, <laughs> leave. That just breaks your heart. Yeah. A boy? He was he like a little little boy? It was a best boy. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and with that, why don't we close, close out the news? Um, great. Wow. Oh, you know what? Let's reopen the news. I want to talk about one more thing. Super Nintendo World is open. <laughs> Go on. Is anybody excited about Super Nintendo World? Is anyone heading is that, down to Osaka anytime soon? I, I, like, can we even leave the country right now? Like, I feel like we're still, like, on punishment in the rest of the world. Uh, we definitely, if we're not, we should be on punishment for sure, but that is not, that did not stop it from opening up in Osaka. Uh, the article from the verge, uh, describes it as a sensory overload. Some of the pictures in this look absolutely spectacular. Um, mask is required, which is, oh, yeah. which is cool. Uh, oh, then I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is actually like, I, could die and be reborn in a park like this and be happy. Yeah. I don't like, I would take as long as I needed to, to learn the language. Just, you know, I don't speak uh Bowser or whatever. 
This this looks absolutely stunning. Like every every image of this from this park looks like the most beautiful thing, the most fun. Oh my god! There's there's a a power mushroom pizza bowl. <laughs> That's incredible. It's amazing. I love it. I gotta go. I gotta go to this. It just looks like all the all the all the care of a Disneyland designed theme park, but with mario specifics instead yeah that that rules i i have like i'm still waiting for um for uh there's like a new like universal monsters theme park opening in one of the universal studios and i am like i'm ready to like buy property on that theme park he's <laughs> like i want to live next door to dracula the mummy man like that just sounds like a dream to me yeah that is is that your vibe you like want to hang out with them more than you want to like be scared by them uh you know at this point like 1930s horror films are like my weird comfort watch Mm, mm -hmm. so yeah i just like i always want to like immerse myself in that oh too scary too scary for you nick that's real horror you know (laughs) hereditary Nothing. Yeah. Nosferatu. I I can't even sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And with that, we're going to close out the news. Uh, When we return, we're going to talk all things famously unrelated, uh, unreleased games. Uh, So stay tuned. Hey there, this is comedy person and aspiring cartoon Connor McCabe here to tell you all about my podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Now, video games have a special place in many of our lives, and in fact, you can probably think of one that you'll never forget from your childhood or a specific time. So on this show, I bring on guests to talk about that very thing. We dive into not only what made playing the game fun and what stood out to the guest as much as we do about what was special about the context of when they played this game. So if this sounds interesting to you, check us out anywhere you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll call me by your game. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we are talking about famously unreleased video games, or as the lovely Alex Gaskin put it, unreleased video games, a journey among what wasn't. (laughs) That's a very pretty way to put it, Alex. I I appreciate that. I wanted to touch on the poetry of this because I I don't know like there's anytime I want to talk about like something that didn't get made like all that potential is just like brimming inside of this idea that like is so close to fruition but it like is never going to happen I just feel like there's something there you know like I just want to like I want to sink my teeth into it but also I know that I can't (laughs) and 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 likely never will and likely if you could sink your teeth into it it wouldn't necessarily be that good it it would be almost yeah certainly it would be a disappointment like I will say like a few of these uh, like one is actually going to be made, which it probably shouldn't be mm. uh, an- at least one other one is like they've never let it completely die. So like they could bring it back. Yeah. So we could get a version of it. But like for the most part, these things are like, oh, yeah, you're never going to see that. Yeah. I think before we even jump into some of the unreleased games, I want to talk about a couple of games that like like reasons why unreleased games probably shouldn't get made is like like uh, examples of games that were like 
always rumored or in development hell forever and then finally did come out and just like how bad they were can we say the worst one at the same time yes ready (laughs) three two one Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> Why was it so hard for us to... We'd be terrible at improv together. I think all of us were thinking that the other two would have a different answer. <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever was um, an absolute unmitigated disaster. It was in development for a long time. Basically, I mean, what do we think happened there? Other than the game's just really stinky. I guess like they waited so long that Duke Nukem became an irrelevant problematic (laughs) like yeah Yeah. at some point it would be like trying to bring back leisure suit larry like nobody wants this anymore yeah Mm -hmm. except like nobody wants the good version yeah Yeah, nobody even wants the good version of a duke nukem game Mm -hmm. yeah well god bless him for trying you know god i guess i guess it was awful but yeah they did loves a freak (laughs) you know um so yeah uh anyway so these are a bunch of a potential duke nukem forevers that didn't happen we'll put it that way some of these are just like a lot of the times it's you know like a new console is coming out and they're like well scrap the entire line yeah (laughs) like that that happens uh like in a couple of cases it's like it's interesting because I think there's a couple of, at least one game in here that like Rare famously went from Nintendo to Microsoft mm. and then just a whole bunch of games got cut. Oh, that's great. Well, I, why don't we go through some of those? Cause I've never even heard of these. Okay. Uh, if you want to do a rare, uh, first, like the one that I can think of off the top of my head is, uh, if it wasn't for uh, rare getting sold to Microsoft, we could have had donkey Kong racing. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I don't know if you guys like Diddy Kong Racing, but no, we've we talked about this on our episode. That's right. Like, we both like we're just raving about it. I'm and, like, obsessed I've always, with Diddy Kong Racing. I've heard so many people like bash or like write that game off because it's not Mario Kart. I'm like, no, it's so good. It's it's, it's in my opinion, better than Mario Kart, and I'm not even I'm not even over here fronting. Okay, it's yeah. just better. Nick, what what are your thoughts on Diddy Kong Racing? Are you a Diddy Kong head? Yeah, I like Diddy Kong. I never <laughs> loved Diddy Kong as a character. He always felt inferior to Donkey in my sure. book. Sure. Like, Donkey but, Kong has a lot of depth, and Diddy Kong, you're saying, is a little more surface? Yeah. He's more like the peel of the banana, <laughs> but without the appeal. <laughs> oh. um, but Diddy Kong Racing is very fun, and uh, Conker is in that, isn't he? He is. Yeah, that's I think that's the introduction yeah, that of is, Conker. That's where we get Conker. Yeah. yeah, this one like And Banjo. Diddy Kong and Banjo. And Banjo. Yeah. Uh, Diddy Kong was known for like having the multiple uh vehicle options. Donkey Kong Racing would have had you riding other animals, Ooh. which raises some questions. Like we got a real goofy Pluto situation on our hands. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong did ride rhinos, didn't he? Or did he He did, he did in the Donkey yeah. yeah. So I think like the one screenshot that i remember seeing was like him riding like them riding rhinos now what if they see i think where it becomes a problem is if if, is if they had to ride other apes (laughs) that's true yeah that wouldn't that would have been that would have been tough what if they rode humans that would now that would be cool that would be amazing i would i would love that game i I think so here's my thing is with riding animals in games because I, as a person who just recently played through Majora's Mask, um, where you have to ride a horse, or Red Dead Redemption Two, you have to ride a horse. Cars and planes and hovercrafts are great because what makes them go faster? Stepping on the gas, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What makes an animal go faster? 
pulling on its tail, beating the shit out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like just whacking its ass until it until it just goes hella hella fast. I think that's why riding animals is always a strange choice for like a racing game it is it does raise some uncomfortable questions yeah and like again animals riding other animals like what's the what's the cutoff here like Mm -hmm. what uh like i don't want to use the word eugenics but um (laughs) yeah like something sinister as it were something dark so that's yeah that's the one game that i got like from that like rare sale that like really stood out to me is like oh no what uh what have we lost yeah but we did get star fox adventures so no one no one no one be upset that's true. Basically the same uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> like what got me thinking about recently like canceled video games again is that like we recently had the uncancellation of a game that probably should have stayed uh not released Which is was uh, what? 6 6 days in Fallujah. Have you guys did you talk about have you talked about this in a oh, recent episode? Oh yeah, no, I haven't talked about this yet on on the show. I kind of didn't know how to talk about this. Uh It's an awkward Yeah. cuz it's like you can't not politicize a game about a war that's still kind of happening. And like, there is a little bit like reading about it. Like, I guess the like some of the soldiers who were like in Fallujah, like actually wanted it to be made because it would be a chance to like have that story be told. And like, I'm sympath, like I understand that. But at the same time, there's like that sense of like, well, I mean, Nobody's this is against like where the Iraq we, war because it seems too easy, you know? This is like where we did a bunch of war crimes, though, like specifically in Fallujah, right? I mean, yeah, like there's... So it's definitely... It's like a... Like there... The game is basically like a specific incident in Fallujah, but it's like it's definitely... Like, I mean, you can't really talk about our wars without talking about the horrible things that we did in the course of our wars. But beyond and that, like, isn't... I mean, there's other wars that you can point to where it feels like maybe the u.s didn't go in there and just commit atrocities you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. this is a this is a this is a really uncomfortable idea and the person who's making this i don't want to say that they're probably just literally a puppet for the (laughs) government but (laughs) because it was i mean but it's been it was a game that was canceled for like over a decade i think yeah so like somebody, I guess they came back to it like, yeah, like it was originally going to come out for the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 to give you an idea of like how long it's been. But like, who wants this? I mean, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the elephant the in the room guy. is that Nick loves Call of Duties. But but Nick, He's, this isn't like your jam though, right? I mean, this yeah, isn't I'd like, be playing this and watching Michael Bay's Benghazi movie at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like this stuff. And I actually really dislike the Call of Duty versions of this that's happening right now. Even yeah. in Modern Warfare, their most recent uh, I mean, modern right. set game. It takes place in a fictional Afghanistan, and the politics are all screwy because these government agent heroes are doing whatever they want and they don't really care about other people. Like, it's all gross. And yeah. I've been playing Cold War now, the one that's set post Vietnam and the Vietnam sequence in that game. It, it's, it's either so real and dark yes or it's so campy that it feels like parody and frankly it feels racist too yeah yeah it's like watching tropic thunder yeah a parody of a war is just gonna be racist usually 
And then, yeah, like to your point, yeah, that's a that's a really excellent point. I've never heard it worded quite like that, Nick. I think that's a good that's a good point. Like, you either go the hard gritty route, which feels more honest, which like no one wants to play, and that's really disgusting, or you go the is it war hilarious, like the bullet storm way or something? Yeah. And it's like, mm. and it's just so insane and you're just lighting it up and just uh, hoorah, having a good time. And then it's like, then it's, then it's something else. It is. Tri- yeah. It's like, uh, it just, it's insensitive. At that yeah, like point. the one, the one war game that I've played, that was like actually like delivered a anti-war message was uh, spec ops the line. Yeah. And that was a yeah. tough playthrough. Yeah. That was a difficult one. Yeah. But that was a game that like subverted a lot of the, yeah bullshit that it, military oh stuff. Yeah. yeah it really did and that one and was like, funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but that one was ending. really funny yeah. yeah we were laughing at that one though. look i'm just like you know i'm one of the i'm one of these comics who's out there going like look you can do any kind of joke you want as long as it's funny okay <laughs> talk about any topic you want as long as it's funny okay and some people you say dip. You know, what is funny is completely subjective. <laughs> no, 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 man. If a whole room of white people is laughing, I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's Jeremy. <laughs> uh, so, sp- speaking of things a room full of white people might enjoy, <laughs> just to do a smooth transition here, uh, have you ever played Grand Theft Auto and thought, like, I wish there was a version of this game for, like, my most conservative uncle? Oh, no. <laughs> No, because <laughs> we almost got it with a dirt, a dirty, hairy video game. <laughs> God, okay. And you got like, I mean, dirty, hairy, uh, famous Clint Eastwood character, series of films. He's a uh, he's the classic loose cannon detective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this game would have had you tra- does not age well. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you're tracking down uh, Scorpio the. Zodiac killer themed uh, villain from the uh, Dirty Harry series. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Here's the here's what I like from the Wikipedia description of like what the game could have been. One key aspect of gameplay was discussed in slight detail, as in the films. Carrie Halland walks the line between bad cop and psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it starts bad, and he walks the line between that and absolute nightmare. Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, players were also to walk that line. Uh, There's a reactive AI with like both the crooks and the cops and how they respond to you. Uh, It appears that the player, if the player was soft on crooks, crooks may not take Harry Callahan seriously. Hmm. So like if you're not abusive enough to criminals, they just lose respect for you. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) On the other, on the other end, yeah, I'm reading this Wikipedia. On the other end, excessive force will put you in trouble with the police chief. Which that might be the only fictitious part about this game. Yeah. <laughs> that you get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's actually more progressive than we're giving it credit for. Cause like you can't like if, if the bodies pile up too high, like if there's a backlog at the morgue, they're like, You're off the case, Callahan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the chief comes up to me. He's like, "Look, people are asking questions. Uh, there's like a ton of missing people. Like your body count is higher than the Scorpio killers <laughs> at one point. Like that's you, just look crazy. statistically speaking, you probably already killed him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's that's a, that's that falls under the category of games that should not have been made. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, we're very lucky to not have this game. Uh, and also, by the way, movie games like this never really worked that well. I think what was the only successful one was like the Warriors. I think for like oh, the Warriors was a really good game. Yeah, that was Rockstar. Uh, 
Yeah, Goldeneye, another good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Like movie games work. I, I guess I mean just like um, this era. Like, no, I guess yeah, you're right. Yeah, Goldeneye. Um, I mean, that's literally two examples out of however many times they've tried. This. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of like there's like there was like a Reservoir Dogs game. The I guess the people some people like that Godfather game. I don't know Scarface. There's I think the I Matrix. played the Godfather. Game. I played the Godfather game and I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Just, I guess I guess that I guess all these games maybe have their little their little fans. Um, great. Okay. Well, that's, that's, very, <laughs> that's icky. Uh, yeah. Just the police brutality of the video game. This is probably one we don't need in our lives. Let's, let's talk a little bit about scale bound. Scale bound. Okay. Uh, scale bound is just one of those like interesting what ifs because, uh, you know, um, there are some really good dragon based games, uh, including my favorite game, Skyrim mm-hmm. favorite game ever. I, I might actually call that my favorite, my number one, just cause like wow. I love just screwing around in a big open world mm-hmm. and just kind of like spinning off my own little stories. Like at this point I've got like several Skyrim characters that I still screw around with and just like pursue my own dumb little agendas and just like forget that there's like a world ending dragon on the loose. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's how I play breath of the wild. As I just forget Ganon's actually happening and I just run around like crazy in the He's yeah. kind of doing his own thing in yeah. the castle. <laughs> he's just in, he's just in that castle, just masturbating. I don't need to go in there. Yeah, yeah. Scalebound would have been a, a dragon based. I think you had like the ability to control dragons and ride dragons, Ooh. or you would have. Uh, it sounds you know Skyrim esque. There's also I can't remember the the name of the the Capcom has like a dragon based game dogma. that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. It sounds maybe similar to that. So it would have yeah, been people, fun. I think they just never. This. People really wanted this oh, yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah I think it was Platinum, uh, which is one of my favorite developers. Yeah. I, it, if I remember correctly, I think they just never really got the technology up to where they wanted it. Yeah. Well, now remind me, was this, was this one of the Capcom 7 that originally was going to release? Maybe it wasn't. I don't think it was connected to Capcom. Well, there was like. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe not. Yeah, but it would have. I think this this is one of those things. Like, it would have been a really fun game. Would have been a really cool one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one that just like sounds like fun, and I think they're still like they technically could uh, make it at some point. Is a uh, Rockstar talking about Grand Theft Auto? Like, worked on a uh, an espionage themed game. Oh yeah, Agent. Agent. Yeah. Yeah. Which agent set during the Cold War in the 1970s? That could have been a lot of fun. I think it's um, it's interesting to think about like a really like stealth heavy mechanic. Yeah, I feel like what was that game that Rockstar put out? Ellie Noir. Yeah, it I like, like that. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good one. And that was kind of like Rockstar doing a fun take on with their engine of like, hey, what if we didn't? What if this wasn't Grand Theft Auto? What if it was like a different style of gameplay? Cole Phelps, like, mm-hmm. badge twelve forty seven. yeah i i feel like agent could have been something like that i think spy games like i've never played hitman but from what i understand this game sounds like what hitman is i've played one part of one of the hitman games and it was fun this sounds like yeah it sounds like it could be similar Mm -hmm. i this sounds like like of the games that sounded good this is one of the better sounding ones to me yeah this sounds really good rockstar makes good games they do they're great they're, they're, oh yeah, no, it's 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 rare that you get a miss. Like I can't think of a bad Rockstar game. 
Yeah, uh, maybe maybe the older ones like Smuggler's Run. Manhunt? Manhunt, that, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. That's but that you know what that that's just a product of that generation like what if we were so psycho and and twisted <laughs> yes. that we just put everything yeah. what if you had to eat a baby in a game? You know like that kind of shit where it's like I'm sorry this is off topic, but I've never talked about this game on here, I don't think. I love Max Payne 3. Oh, tell me more, because I love the first two Max Payne's, and I and I and when I loaded up my PS3, um, and I like logged back into my account, I had bought Max Payne 3. Oh. It is different from those, but I think it's really underrated. I think it has, for Rockstar, the best gunplay mechanics they've had cool, in the game. Cool, cool. You can yeah. dive all over. You can do the bullet time. Awesome. Michael in GTA Five was trying to do that worse. And that game came uh, after Max Payne, which made it makes it even weirder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's so good. It's another like Horizon Zero Dawn. Actually, it's another good story game where you play it and you follow the narrative. And That's Max cool. Payne is such a good character. This unkillable cop who just gets like worse as a person and he fails in his mission so many yeah. times. I yeah. love it. I love the the original Max Payne. It's kind of like a hard boiled detective story. It's really it's 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 it's, it's of a time, but it's it's. It's a lot of fun. I was playing. Yeah. I was replaying that not not even that long ago on PS4 because they they re released it, and uh, it's pretty good. An iconic should, character voice too. That's yes. one of those games where they should punish you for not being bad to criminals. Speaking speaking of <laughs> yeah. Max Payne, he's in Control, right? Isn't Max Payne what? in Control? I I haven't gotten that far. So at I, least the voice actor is. I think I think oh he's God. the uh, the head guy. No no no, Alex, you meet Ooh. him right in the beginning. He like shoots oh, himself okay. the in head, the head. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's Max Payne. I was no, just no a fat gringo. <laughs> Max Payne three lines. Wow. Uh, okay, that's Agent. I love. I I think that so far Scalebound and Agent sound the the most fun. Yeah. So I'll I'll jump to the game that I feel like I want the most. Yeah. And like Jeremy, like we've talked about this. Like I have like that idea in my head for like my dream vampire oh, wow. based video game. Yeah. This isn't quite that, but this is still pretty rad, is uh, Harker. Yeah. Which was uh, dropped by its developer because they ended up working on Silent Hill Homecoming. They wanted the big, uh, yeah. you know, the franchise money. But basically, Jonathan, like from the trailer and like the gameplay footage, it's just you're Jonathan Harker and you're just mad at vampires <laughs> and you fucking fight them with your fists. Yeah. This looks crazy. Like, I'm watching the trailer right now and it looks insane. He's literally... Got yeah. a vampire in like a headlock. <laughs> yeah, if he, like he punches vampires. He just like walks in with his sleeves rolled and up. And they're not. He's got his they're stage. not human looking vampires. They're Nosferatu looking vampires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too scary. Yeah. Very scary. Like literally, very like scary. he just knocks down a vampire and just rips its arm off. And I'm like, why can't this game be real? Yeah. Uh, although that is incredible. Although I, I will say, the potential here could is for Harker to not be an action hero, but more be like a detective kind of thing. Would yeah. Have been closer to the, your idea. Oh, would have been much closer. Yeah. But like just fist to cuffs and just like. Come here, you stupid vampire. I'm going to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> I love it. I would not want to punch yeah. a vampire in the mouth. I think he'd bite me. But how rad would it be if you could? Yeah. Like, if you were just, like, so good at punching that you're just like, like if I had here, those, stupid Dracula prick. Like, if I had those, uh, those big uh, gloves from Hades, you know, the pounding oh, gloves. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite weapons. Yeah. Then go yeah. to vampire so that, with that. 
Like, that is a game that I so badly wish we had. That had a teaser know? trailer. Just, I can't believe it. Wow. Yeah. Just, but again, like, you know, they got that Silent Hill money. Which, by the way, Silent Hill Homecoming, I've heard it's one of the best Silent Hill games. Yeah, so. the sequel to Spider-Man oh, Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> I love a sequel that keeps the subtitle but changes the main title. Yeah. 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 Now I just want a Spider-Man game set in Silent Hill. Ooh, that'd be cool. Oh, my. Can you imagine Peter Par- Miles Morales having to go through Silent yeah. Hill, like, psychosexual terror? <laughs> oh, wow. Speaking of Silent Hill. I was just thinking, Hill. like, Peter Parker dealing with, like, weird, like, undead Ben Parkers with, like carrying their heads like lanterns just some weird shit far from uh, home kind of really that, fuck him up with that mysterio sequence just give me that for a full movie what yeah. game was that the second movie that came out a couple years ago oh that was a good that oh, was a great movie in the game, movie though. yeah i mm-hmm. was i thought you were talking about the game because by the way speaking of arkham spider-man games they could have always done a mysterio uh scarecrow sequence they could have just oh, one yeah. for one to that in the spider-man oh games. they could they have nev- absolutely they never that. did those are the best parts yeah. of those arkham games i think the scarecrow sequences i love unless them. you're talking arkham city then i think by far the best part of that game is freaking mr freeze dude that fight is so awesome that is such a good well, fight. i the first one i love the killer croc um oh the killer croc man yeah, when he's okay. when you're in the sewer and you can see him swimming up to oof, that's so mm-hmm. good yeah. i will say mr freeze in arkham city because scarecrow is not in that one just yes, a little cameo. correct correct in fact they, they yeah. trade the scarecrow sequences i feel like with Ra's al ghoul sequences yeah not they as do. yeah not, not as good. good and there's a mad hatter moment i love too. now that mm-hmm. shit rules. that one's a fun yeah, that's fun. a fun one and that's really good almost i i would say just a little step down but not by much is in arkham knight the piggy the mr pig sequence oh that was really very great. creepy mm. yeah that was good i love i love i need it. to i still need to play that one that's the only one that i haven't played oh dude you should play it yeah, I need to pick that up. But uh, if we're talking about superhero games, no, no, no wait. It's the way, we, we gotta, we, wait, wait, we gotta talk about Silent Hills. Oh, you want to? Let's do that one first. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. just because we're on the topic uh, already of Silent Hills. Uh, we're all, yeah, we are on Silent Hills. I, Hill. I um, forgot this. This is definitely one that I should have remembered off the top of my head. But Pete, this is probably like the most famous, just because the trailer game became so popular. Yeah. Have you guys ever all played PT? I I've never played it, but I've watched videos. Like I missed the timeline to play it, but I. Like, I've watched people play yeah. it. Nick, you know, I was, I was joking around a little bit when I said that Nosferatu was the scariest thing I've ever seen. But I did watch PT this year. It was so scary. <laughs> yeah. You watched Man, it? I watched it. I didn't even oh, play I've watched it, it, and it like, scared yeah. me. Guys, since- horror video games are really good at scaring you because it's like, and like it pilots you into doing the stupid things you yell at characters to not do. That's very that's a yeah. very good point. Well, this this Halloween, I'm we're all gonna be king of vaccines. I'm gonna have you guys come Damn over. Straight. I have a copy of PT on a <gasps> PS4 here. Oh, I'll we'll play. I'll we'll take turns beating it together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's like this game is also in a weird way connected to Death Stranding, like just by. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. like it was like the same people, and it just it's a shit. I'm still like I know Death Stranding was supposed to like I haven't played Death Stranding, but I've heard great things. I'm still sad we didn't get Silent Hills. I know I'm a huge yeah. Silent Hill fan. In fact, last year I played Silent Hill two again. I just I just like keep revisiting that game. Um, it's just great. It's just perfect. Uh, Speaking okay. of superheroes, yeah. <laughs> Actually, let's let's change it up a little bit. Speaking of um, uh, the other, like Kojima is like the famous person for Silent Hills, but he was joined by a certain uh, legend, great director known as uh, Guillermo del Toro, 
who actually lost out on the chance to make two horror video games. Bummer. Oh. Yeah, the game Insane uh, went under because THQ went bankrupt. Oh, yeah, THQ. R.I.P. Yeah. So this would have been like a, I think it's like the Eldritch Horror. So just, you know, big, crazy monsters that make you insane if you look at them. Yeah. I miss, uh, was this, is there any footage of this game? There's a, the untold story video in our link. Here. Nah, I don't want to watch I, that. But yeah. I will say that, um, this, I, I love, uh, any kind of Lovecraftian bent on a, on a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say this the, would have been a first person. The absolute uh, best execution of that is Bloodborne. I don't know if there, anyone's mm-hmm. played Bloodborne, but like played Bloodborne. it is a, it is a Lovecraft game and it's just absolutely like perfectly well executed. And also by the way, scariest game I've ever played yet. Somehow I wouldn't even call it a horror game. It's more of an action game, but, but like hmm. it's atmospheric as hell. And just like one of the, one of the absolute like I think what's so scary about the game is just how hostile everyone is. So like, mm. like you know the the difficulty. Like you go into a new area and you're like, you're like trying to find a lantern so that you can save your game, and it's just like around every corner could be your your doom. And you've you know mm. it's 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 really good. But I gotta play that. So yeah, yeah. So is that so that's your pick for your scariest game you've ever played? Oh no, I mean like Silent Hill two is. Okay. Or or Amnesia or you know Outlast or I would go Eternal Darkness on the game. Eternal Darkness? That game is really good. It's uh, to me it's not so good and it's I played that more recently though, and it's it's not that scary anymore to me, but I can see it being like less scary now, but like at the time it definitely got under my skin. But it is it's crazy to like think about like a director, like top level directors who can get like any kind of films made who can't get uh, get these games made. That's right. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, it, speaking of uh, directors, I feel like I'm not out of turn saying that the most famous director probably still is Stanley uh, Kubrick. Spielberg. What? <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zack <Who>? Snyder. <laughs> Almost as famous would be uh, Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. uh, who famously made a, made a movie about an alien who lands in our world and needs to be like protected. What was that? Uh, who? What movie? Uh, Are you talking about Rango? It was called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he did Rango, was, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the movie was called Et. Et. Got it. Also, some people mispronounce it as E.T. Gotcha. Now, but, now uh, Alex, I'm scratching my head here because they made a video game out of E.T. It was for the Atari 2600. Made, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> they sure did. And it's still beloved. I think people still uh, play it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, poor Steven Spielberg um, decides to go back to the stories about a video game, uh, stories about an alien who needs to be escorted, uh, and it didn't happen. Bummer. Like, is that uh, just the video game industry was like, screw you, Steven Spielberg. We don't want your ideas. Do you think it's because of the E.T. stink he still had on him from the 80s? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Almost certain. Oh, my gosh. This one image that I saw right when it loaded this picture is terrifying of the the bald woman clutching a flower that's like dangling out of nowhere yes yeah so the lmno the uh the game we could have had uh made by steven spielberg wow which uh yeah but instead we got lmfao 
Which is <laughs> super good. Also by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah, Steven Spielberg created the plot, which is uh, basically, it was going to be a double treatment for like a video game and the big screen. Wait, so you were saying earlier, you were like, speaking of superheroes. Oh, do you want to get, should we get back to that? Sure. Yeah, let's get back to that. Uh, you were talking, well, not just superheroes, but like we were talking about uh, the Batman Arkham games in particular. Mm-hmm. And like back in all the way back to the PlayStation 2, we could have had a game with a lot of the features that uh, became popularized with the Arkham games, including uh, the fear sensors, radar detection. Uh, we almost had that with Daredevil. <sighs> I wish. This would have been cool. I love Daredevil. This game, most of this game sounds really cool. Uh, it was like, it was going to be like an open world Daredevil game. Uh, you get Daredevil's like, stealth and fighting which could have been a lot of fun they also like tony hawk had gotten really popular yeah so some of the so like sony decided that uh, daredevil should travel by like grinding rails <laughs> whoa which is like the one like weird detail in this game that makes it sound less so like yeah you were just gonna like start like grinding across like power lines and like rails and stuff to get across hell's kitchen yeah it sounds like it could have been half Arkham and half um, what's that game called? The guy with the electric powers. Oh, Infamous. Infamous, yeah. yeah. That sort of had a grindy element to yeah, it. Yeah, where he grinded yeah. like the power lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, this this one ran into a lot of conflicts uh, between the studios and the game studio and the game makers. This is like, and, like way the before the show the too, right? Oh yeah, this is or is it this is it, years and years. But two thousand two was probably one year before the movie with Ben the Affleck. Movie, yeah, which Yeah, it was around that time is when they pitched it. That took uh, Daredevil tons of disagreements. back a lot. <laughs> I missed. Yeah. I never miss. Dude, Bullseye. um by the way, so guys, I, I, I I'm bringing up comics a lot in this episode for whatever reason, but do, does anyone here read comic books at all? I do. Not anymore. Not anymore. I you used do, to you pretty do, regularly. Nick? Yeah. Did you read the when Daredevil has to go to L.A. run? Um, was that a Frank Miller? No, 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 no. This was this was like five, three or four years ago. Okay, I'm not that current. Yeah. Anyway, so there's this great run of Daredevil comics. I, I'm just remembering as so I'm bringing it up, where like the story is that he's he's from Hell's Kitchen. Yes. But for whatever reason, he has to transfer over to I believe it's Los Angeles, and mm. it. For Daredevil, like so, Daredevil's whole thing is that he cannot see. He uses his senses to get around, and he and he leaps from like building to building. But suddenly, he's in a very flat area, <laughs> and the whole a lot of the drama with him is like now he cannot leap from building to building. So he's like completely out of his element and blind and trying to be Daredevil still. That's but it's like cool. it's like really it's a really good run of Daredevil. That actually sounds really good. Yeah. You know, there was it's rumored that before they acquired the rights to spider-man for captain america civil war he would have taken spider-man's place and i can see i can see a version of that movie where he's in the airport fight and just in the middle of the airstrip (laughs) trying to figure (laughs) out what to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah because in the airstrip yeah it's exactly it's like it's like he has nowhere to he wouldn't know exactly where to run yeah Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so much of his thing. Yeah, man. But by, but I don't know. Yeah. I, R.I.P. Those those Marvel Netflix shows. Uh, yeah. I feel I, I feel partly responsible for not watching like 
uh, what was Punch Man? What was his Iron name? Fist. Iron Fist. That was the worst one. I skipped that one completely. Yeah. I think I couldn't even finish the second season of The Punisher, but I I really liked all three seasons of Daredevil. Like I I got into. I that. thought the I third loved, one was the best one. I loved Daredevil. I loved um what's uh. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage was good. Uh, except, except, you know what? Luke Cage to me was the beginning of the end because he's walking through the streets. He's listening to NWA on his headphones and it's edited. Oh, I, I don't remember, remember that. I remember thinking. <laughs> I kind of buy that energy from the from what they gave us with that Luke Cage. From his character being kind of, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can actually buy that. I I feel that. Uh, One thing I do want to say about uh, the Daredevil game, to bring it back to that, is it's not quite your usual story of like studio and like game developer conflicts and not like quite the, you know, not the usual uh, like in-house disputes because apparently while the studio and like the game developer, everyone was fighting with each other, a lot of the freelance employees apparently got really into drugs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like it just became like a thing that people with like all these developers and like freelance workers for this game with nothing to do because nobody could agree on what this game should be. Just started getting messed up on drugs in the office. Wow. In the <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah. There was like uh, in this IGN article, it's uh, one worker was found drooling during an afternoon meeting. Oh my God. So they were, they just were doing like heroin. Yeah. Oh, they were getting messed. They were just getting wrecked. <laughs> that is, that is so funny wow. to be like, this game is a sinking ship. Let's just go down with it. Literally yeah, just all the way down. Wow. Like, it's just crazy to think about the bad luck. Some games have, you know, yeah. Uh, you were talking about bad luck, though. Um, are you familiar with the game Propeller Arena for, <laughs> I believe, the No. Dream? Yeah, it would have been for the Dreamcast. Obviously, you haven't played it because it uh, never existed. Huge Dreamcast uh, fan, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to your Dreamcast episode recently, actually. Oh, that's a good one. I just was catching up to it. Uh, this one, uh, speaking of bad luck, was an airplane fighting game that was being developed right around September of 2001. Mm. Can you guess why they decided not to release Propeller oh, Arena? Oh man! So that means that means <laughs> most of the game was done then. Oh yeah, like let me. I think the release date was. I wonder uh, if you can find this like ROM online. Oh, I'm sure you can. Yeah, the game was set to be released on September 19th, 2001. Holy crap! Uh, yeah, September 11th. They were like, maybe we shouldn't have a game where planes fly and like battle each other. Wow! Wow! Yeah, and just, to never like, release it though is crazy to me. Well, I think it's, I'm sure they could have like pushed it back. They were probably like, you know what? The Dreamcast is going to be around forever. (laughs) We've got so many years. I love flying games. And I think the Dreamcast had, had a few great ones, but it had potential to do way more great. Yeah. So it looks like it did uh, a disc image of the game was recently leaked and became Uh, like, was eventually leaked and became popular. So I think you can find it. Propeller attack or arena. But you know, Here's the thing, though. If you play it, like, you're disrespecting the people on 9-11. That's not true. Give me a break. You're just, it's not okay. Give me a break. It's not okay. I respect them, and I've liked to fly planes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what, uh, we're, we're kind yeah. of round in the corner here. What, what is sadness? We, sadness is a... I was just coming to that one. It's... Um, sadness would have been... Uh, you know, in terms of like edgy consoles, it really pushed the envelope in terms of content. Uh, where would you rank the Nintendo Wii? Low. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think Silent Hill Homecoming was for the the Wii. 
was it on the Wii? Uh, Sadness was a really promising. Uh, it was going to be like a really atmospheric, like black and white horror game. Oh, I love uh, that. You know what? I've never played a black and white game before. Yeah. I yeah, think that. Oh, was, Limbo. Uh, I have. Limbo. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. That's a great one. Yeah. Sadness would have been like an intense, like psychological horror game for the Wii. That's cool. Yeah, unfortunately, it was almost it was probably vaporware. It probably never really existed wow. at the level they claimed it would be. Mm. So this game that's all about like tricks of the mind was like tricking us all by not existing. Whoa. Yeah. So you know, layers upon layers to this one. But uh, yeah, if it wasn't vaporware, we could have had a really intense, horribly bleak game. Uh, set in pre-World War One Ukraine, which I can see there being like terrible events happening around that time. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what? 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 A, what a missed opportunity. Bummer. Pour one out. Pour one out for sadness. <laughs> Just the name. <laughs> the name is intriguing, though. I will say that it's yeah, got. It's that's a, a cool name, name yeah. for a video game. What is Star Wars thirteen thirteen? This was one I that, was excited about. Yeah, I think it's Wait, a, was it's this one of those the one, like, Nick, that you were thinking of? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. I, oh, that's yeah, you guys need to reveal your uh like not on the list. Oh, we will. Uh, that wasn't even uh on my conversation, was it? Jeremy and I think we both have a game. We're thinking of maybe the same game that's not on this list that Alex yes, has constructed. We, we are we are thinking of the same game that's not on this list. I almost guarantee that we're thinking of the same game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was uh I think it Star Wars 1313 there like it kind of got pushed aside whenever Disney bought the right to Star Wars. But it just for years and years people were excited for this game because they correctly guessed that it was going to be a game where you got to be Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh wow. And I don't know if you know much about Star Wars but uh Boba Fett is cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool for no reason. Now he's back, baby. I heard he the was. Boba yeah. Fett show. Now he's cool for a reason. Wait, what Boba Fett show? Is it, there's going to be a Disney Plus one? It's called the Boba Lorian. You got to really? catch up. You got to catch up on your Mando, Jeremy. I I like. I need to catch up on that I, too. I, I like Mandalorian. I just haven't seen season two yet. Yeah, I watched like the first like cluster of episodes that they released, and just didn't get back to it. And I need to. Uh, this game, I remember seeing a trailer. I think it came out after the game was confirmed dead. And I was really crossing my fingers it would be another Deadpool of the hype brings it back to life yeah. and it didn't happen. But I remember thinking the physics looked so cool in it where uh, Boba Fett was shooting his blaster at um, enemies who were hiding behind giant blocks and the blocks were getting pushed and knocking them over and stuff. And I, I hadn't really seen something quite at that level in star Wars. Usually you shoot something and it explodes, uh, which is fine, <laughs> but I just love the physics engine. And I was yeah. very bummed. This didn't happen, especially as someone who used to play uh star Wars bounty hunter, the Django fat game. <laughs> yeah. That game rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you played Nick? So have I- you played uh, the, the, the Jedi fallen order game? No, I'm going to buy it because I heard it's on sale right now for You know it's on Games Pass. <gasps> for free. That's cheaper. <laughs> That's cheaper than buying it. it. I'm excited. Uh I I would love to play I I mean Fallen Order is the answer to this, but I would love to play more like gritty, beautiful particle effects physics Star Wars games. Yes. You think like that yeah, that's 
I mean, with just the force alone, just feels like that would be like really appealing. Although I do like this. This seems like it's like more of the um, the bounty hunter like uh, blasters type game. Yeah, uh, which which is like also, I want both. You know, I want to play as like a Jedi, and I want to play as a. This should really be like Jedi versus Mandalorian type game, where you just pick one side or the other, and it's like that's the type of opponent you face. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just full of good ideas. Who wins every time in that in that battle? I'm thinking Jedi. Uh, right? I would assume. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this I know this isn't on your list here, but I have to say, in my extremely limited research on unreleased games, uh, <laughs> I did see Star Wars Battlefront three. And that was one that I dreamed of for a long time. We have since had two Battlefronts since the original Battlefront 2. Right. But it's not the same. I yeah. wanted a Battlefront mm. 3 with everything. With yeah. You could go into a ship and fly and you could go into space if you wanted to. Just making the scale even larger than it was. Yeah. And it didn't really come to pass. And That's um, a bummer. It's a bummer. But I love those Battlefront games too. Yeah, you were a big fan of two, right? At least. Yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan of both of them. Battlefront one had an amazing cloud city map where you were outside and you could go up on the landing pads and fly around and shoot people. Did you ever um, like get into the new battlefronts though? Cause they're not bad. I played the first one and I liked it, but yeah. you know, weirdly it was a little bit more call of duty that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, only a couple left here. We got a uh, yeah. I I wanna I wanna like is it too like do you guys want to save your surprise for the last or do you want to? <laughs> we can do it now. <laughs> I it guess out? it's yeah, not I'm, gonna be I'm worth curious. it. I've been dying to know. <laughs> no, it's really. I'm not. dying it's really to know. Not. I'm. I really want to know. Like what? I, what did I miss? Yeah. All right, Nick, go for it. My game. Oh, we're not counting down. <laughs> the okay, game... let's count down. Okay, let's count down. Three, three, two, two one. one. Starcraft, Starcraft Ghost. Ghost. Wow, it was the same. It was the same. <laughs> I knew it was going to be the same. This was the game I wanted more yeah. than anything. Same, same. I love Starcraft so much, and I remember getting on websites and looking up like when starcraft ghost is going to come out yes, at the time because i was so excited and there was even there was some teaser footage and they blizzard used to post character models too online i remember doing that for starcraft 2 as well seeing like oh wow this is what the marines are going to look like now and the idea of taking these small scale characters and making them like real people that's what it felt Mm. like to me it was just such a cool idea immediately i was on board for nova nova turns out not a great character uh in starcraft (laughs) 2 she's just a space cop um working for the bad guy but it seemed cool yeah well um I i was the same nick i was like online all the time i remember game informer actually had a cover issue with starcraft ghost for Starcraft Ghost, and I had it hanging on my wall. I was so psyched about Starcraft Ghost. Uh, there is actually... Uh, so most of this game was made. It was pretty much done, and there's actually a playable version of it that you can now get online, and you can definitely watch people play it. I think the game just stops at a certain point, but when you when you watch what the game actually ends up being, you can kind of see why they canceled it, because... Mm. 
it doesn't look bad by any stretch for games of that era, like the Xbox original era. Yeah. Um, it just looks like run of the mill. Like I want to compare it to a game mm. like Dirge of Cerberus or something where it's just like, it's a third person shooter back in the PS2 era. So not great. Think of like beyond good and evil or, or like a less, less good version of beyond good and evil. It's like all the, all the maps, like most of the areas kind of look the same, pretty generic Brown and gray. Uh, you're running like corridor shooting kind of a thing. Um, so you kind of see that like, it looks kind of like uninspired, but like, man, all I wanted to do was play like, like, like fight Terrans and stuff oh, as yeah. like the, as, or like the Zerg as a freaking, uh, as a, as, as a, uh, what are they called? Freaking Protoss. Protoss. Yeah, that's right. Protoss. <laughs> My life for iron. <laughs> uh, Anyway, Battle so yeah, Cruiser operational. <laughs> yeah, Battle Cruiser operational. I was I was a huge StarCraft fan. Also, I never played the second game, but man, that first game, Diablo two, that oh, was yeah. a lot of my that was a lot of my middle school. <laughs> I read you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, light him up. <laughs> I can do this literally all day. <laughs> <laughs> need, need need a light. Um, <laughs> All right, Alex. What do you got for us? You got you got some let's, finales. Uh, let's, let's round the. Yeah, we got two more. Uh, two more. I think they're gonna be fun ones to wrap up. Uh, one is a uh, kind of a cla- kind of a what if we were talking about Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Uh, Conquer uh, started out as a Diddy Kong racer. Nice chap. Uh, <laughs> real. Uh, Real polite. I like that you say chap uh, because Rare is a British developer, and they probably would have well, called him a nice chap or bloke. I definitely did that on purpose and didn't just luck into it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Conquer was part of D- Diddy Kong Racing. He was supposed to get a game kind of like Banjo-Kazooie or kind of like the Kong games. But uh, Nintendo got nervous because uh, the, the gamers, they didn't want nice. They didn't want cute. Mm-hmm. They wanted something with a little bit of edge. They wanted something nasty. And so we got Conquer's Bad Fur Day, the infamous uh, rated M uh, naughty squirrel game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we have here is, uh, I think there were two different names for it. There was going to be the 12 tales or conquers quest. And that would have just been conquer as like a banjo kazooie type game. Nick, uh, hearing this information, what do you, what do you think about this? Do you, because I'm kind of leaning towards, I kind of wish we got this instead. I do too. I, yeah. I just don't have the affection for conquers bad for a day. That was a later in life play for me. And, it's juvenile, you know. Yeah, I, I it doesn't got, hold up. It doesn't. I get. I could see this in um, the vein of like an old. I don't think this is the game's name, but there's an old PS One game called Croc's Quest or something like Are that. You kidding, Croc Legend of the Gobos. I That's know Croc. it. Yeah, Croc. Yeah, I could see this as kind of a Croc or something. Uh, yeah, I, it just seemed fun, but you know, Croc was originally developed as a Yoshi game. Really? He yeah, kind of looks like Yoshi. But they were developing Mario 64, so they told that developer to go take a hike. <laughs> and so he made Croc instead. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel bad for Conker <laughs> and all this. <laughs> Poor Conker. Think about like you're a nice squirrel. You've come to be in the video games, but you swore to your parents that they wouldn't change you. Mm-hmm. You're like, 
you're nice, you're a Christian. Yeah, you're a nice Christian boy. Yeah. And then and yeah, then, and then all of a sudden yeah. they're like, let's uh, <laughs> let's get your ga- let's nastify your game, Conquer. You want to be famous, don't you? And then he's just like, but I wasn't Diddy Kong Racing. That was a nice game for nice boys. <laughs> and now they're like, no, you say shit and damn. <laughs> yeah. You ogle breasts. <laughs> you ogle breasts. I just feel like Conker's lost to us now. Yeah. Like he's just, that's just who he became. He's just I, snorting you know, acorn joking, dust off of lewd women's I, I buttocks. Agree. I think they ruined him. I think they ruined Conker. Like now Conker almost feels like synonymous with like, like butthole humor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like I'm going to find like a Conker's plushie in like a Spencer's gift and it's like no, covered in novelty jizz just for the joke. Yeah. Like at the because that's hilarious, yeah. Right, yeah. Just like this, he's like the squirrel. Just like had a nut, <laughs> yeah. But like, what? It, like his innocence is gone. You can't get that back. Where do you work, Dad? The novelty jizz factory, son. <laughs> <laughs> we make novelty jizz. <laughs> novelty jizz will not get you pregnant. Wait, <laughs> that's just that's their slogan. You guys are making novelty jizz. <laughs> all right uh, all right we got one, we got one, one more game. game we got one this more like, uh, i like how you kept this one for last because it's clearly the one you're the most interested in because it has to do with wrestling <laughs> actually the one that i was most interested in like straight up i was gonna ask you guys your uh pick like if you could have one of these games exist oh. but i'm gonna save that for after i'm gonna save all that right. for after but i want to throw that at you guys when we're done we've got one more and this is high on my list this is close to my top pick but uh, Super Mario Spikers, I'm just fascinated by this idea. Uh, Nintendo, uh, Mario games, a lot of good sports yeah. games. Racing, tennis, golf, uh, just partying. They made partying <laughs> a fun game. Was this That's name right. purposely based on Super Mario Strikers? Yeah, it looks like the same developer. Probably. 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 Uh, this was a, I, I just can't get my head around what this was supposed to be because it was like a, it was a hybrid of volleyball and wrestling. Whoa. And I don't like you're separated by a net. How do you wrestle somebody when you cannot cross a net to touch them? I don't them? know, but the outfits are cool. Right. It's definitely like, it looks like a fun game. It looks like it could have been a cool game. Uh, unfortunately it was too violent for Nintendo. <laughs> Like wow. the explanation is that they saw a, a video of oh uh, Waluigi stomping Mario. <laughs> God, there's dude, like this is crazy. There's this is, you can actually see footage, like footage of Yoshi pile driving another Yoshi, and it looks <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. This is like a reverse conquer for Jeremy and I, I think, where we actually want the edgy one here. Dude, this would have been <laughs> yeah. great because, first of all, Super Mario Strikers and Strikers Charge is I like those amazing games. games. Amazing games. Uh, this would have been great. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I just I just love the detail of like Nintendo executives watching Waluigi attack Mario and being like, never, yeah. <laughs> never, <laughs> no, with those shoes, like this realistic nah. violence of Waluigi hurting Mario. They were like, absolutely not. Wow, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's, they were just like too violent. Just spikers Mario getting the shit out of him by Waluigi. Game too. It is. Oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Could have been a lot of fun. It's close to my pick for like which one I would have played. All right, so now uh, are we gonna do our our, our picks? Yeah, let's. Uh, I'd love to hear your picks. I'll Wait, I'll do mine I first. Love, I would love if we could do it this way. Everyone pick a gold medal and a silver medal. Okay, I like that. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, ooh. I've got my gold medal. I'm trying to think about my silver medal. 
My gold and mm. silver are both six days in Fallujah. FYI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just dirty Harry and dirty Harry. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, this is a good list. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll go first since okay. I kind of brought this to you guys. Uh, silver medal, I'm going to give to Donkey Kong Racing because Diddy Kong Racing, I think, is a treasure. Yes that has been like too uh, neglected and disrespected by the public. I would have loved a Donkey Kong racing. Nice. Gold medal. I got to give it to Harker. I, wow. That was the game that like, you guys were talking about Starcraft ghost. Like I was waiting for Harker to oh. come out. I was like, I want to just straight up punch and kick some vampires and just rip their arms off with my bare hey, hands. You play Castlevania. <laughs> I do play Castlevania. It's not enough. I don't want this like weird lore. I just want to be like a pissed off guy <laughs> who just comes in there to punch some vampires. All right. That Nick, rules. What's your gold and silver? My gold and silver. And just to confirm, this is from the list that Alex brought, right? I, you can, no, you can put Starcraft Ghost yeah. in there. You can put, or if you, there's one we didn't talk That's about. That's my easy just goal. Anything. I mean, okay. it's easy. It would fulfill a childhood dream to have that game come out. But because you put so much work into this and I'm looking at these games, I sometimes get called Mr. Triple A because I choose the <laughs> bottom of the barrel, most uh-huh. obvious uh-huh. big budget game. Uh-huh. I think Star Wars 1313 would be a huge one for me. That would have yeah. been a cool one. That would have been a and very good silver, one. And my silver, as much as I want to say Super Mario Spikers, I think I would like to see Agent from Rockstar. Ooh. Ooh, That's I a love good choice. that choice. Yeah. Um, that is a good I'm choice. I'm kind of a basic bitch. I'm gonna say <laughs> that my fate, my 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 silver medal is definitely Silent Hills for sure. I think that would have been good great. One. And then my gold medals, that Super Mario Strikers <laughs> Spikers game. That, don't, I that want rule? it so bad. It now, I don't even think you guys understand that Yoshi fucking throwing that other Yoshi <laughs> just to have it land on its neck is hilarious. You got to check out that footage for the listener. It is I don't know very why funny. fucking like why would Nintendo care about that but like love Smash Brothers. That's so stupid. Yeah, I have no difference. idea. I really don't know. Yeah. Anyways, Alex Gaskin, thank you so much for bringing these games to our attention. Wowie, wow, wow. This is uh, one for the books. Um, thank you so much for listening to Video Games at Comedy Show. We are going to plug a little bit before we head on out of here. So, Alex, why don't you go ahead and start? Yeah, you can uh, you can find me on Twitter and at Letterboxd at uh, Alex underscore J underscore Gaskin. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to hear more of the words coming out of my mouth, uh, check me out with uh, Mr. Jeremy Schmidt and Ravi Kieran, uh, where we talk about movies at Double Double Feature Feature. It's a, a very fun podcast. We get together, we pick a double feature, we watch it, we break it apart. Uh, we prove that we are geniuses of film interpretation. <laughs> And we have some laughs. Weekly. Like, what more could you ask we for? We prove it weekly. Yes. We do. So, yeah, check us out. I, I'm having a blast doing those episodes, doing the show. It's a great time. Uh, would love to have you guys come and listen uh, and just have a blast with us. Yeah. Let's just all blast each other. I love it. Let's say, let's watch Blast. Let's watch Blast from the Past. Is that the name of that movie? <laughs> What's the it. Brendan Fraser movie? That's Blast from the Past. And yeah. we can watch uh, Master Blasters, which is something that I don't know what it All is. All right. Nick Costanza. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Nick Costanza on Letterboxd. I love a Letterboxd <laughs> plug. 
<laughs> yes, a letterbox plug is a good plug. And then you can check out my podcast called Reactivators. That is R-E-A-C-T-I-V-A-D-E-R-S. <laughs> it's an invented oh word. <laughs> uh, I co-host this podcast with Tyler Schnupp. Some call him Baby Tyler. It's a podcast <laughs> where we bring a guest on to talk about one of their favorite video games and then do some comedy set in the world of the video game. Uh, and you can follow us with that podcast on Twitter and Instagram at reactivators. Yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. If you like what you heard and you want to hear a lot more of it and you want to pay for some beautiful bonus content, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash super mpc radio where you can hear bonus material from this show call me by your game inside video games with july uh currently we are now actually as of last friday we launched our legend of zelda games club which is like this huge new year-long thing we're going to be doing on our patreon we're going to cover every single legend of zelda game from the very first game to the very last game in the mainline series. It's going to be star-studded. All of the all of your favorite podcasters are going to be a part of it. Um, it's going to be super fun. And uh, yeah, you can check all of that out on the Patreon. But if you want to get a little taste, we put the, we're going to put the first three episodes out for free on our main feeds at, uh, for VGA Comedy Show. And call me by your game. If you do not have any money, and I imagine you don't, then you probably could support the show by going to Apple Podcasts and rating and review us. Please, a five-star rating or a lovely review will do wonders in our algorithms and getting us seen by other people. Plus, it just really feels good to get a little correspondence every now and then from people who like the show. Again, we thank you so much for listening to Video Games and Comedy Show. Have a safe week, and please join us next week for a brand new topic that I'm sure is going to be not done at the last minute by me <laughs> uh, and contacting people to do it last minute. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.